want you to take your Bibles this morning to the book of Proverbs in the seventh chapter. I'm gonna be preaching out of the eighth chapter, but we're gonna read the seventh chapter to give us some context. And uh, <clears throat> many, several weeks ago, maybe back in November, I think it was, uh, <clears throat> I preached, uh, I preached um, on the voice of wisdom. <clears throat> on a Wednesday night, I preached on the voice of wisdom and how wisdom speaks, uh, and dealing with how you and I, uh, as Christians, uh, ought to ought to speak to our our friends, our neighbors, our children, our spouse. What 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 wisdom sounds like when wisdom speaks? Uh, the Lord never would let me, and I preached that a few places. Uh, but the Lord never would let me get away from that thought, continue to bring it back up in my mind and in my heart. And uh, I, I began to look through Proverbs chapter number eight, and I've turned this into at least a three-part series. Uh, and this morning, I'm gonna preach on the voice of wisdom. Uh, and next week, Lord willing, I'm gonna preach on the value of wisdom. And uh, following that, I'm gonna preach on the vision of wisdom. The voice of wisdom, what wisdom sounds like, what wisdom says. The value of wisdom, what Williams, what, what Williams, what wisdom, and, and Williams and wisdom, they're pretty much, you know, go hand in hand. What, what wisdom, the value of wisdom, what, what wisdom um, is worth. And the, and the vision of wisdom, what it looks like. And I'm gonna just go ahead and give you a, a uh, a preview, it looks a whole lot like Jesus. Amen. This morning I want to preach on the, on the voice of wisdom. What, what does wisdom have to say? And before we read our text this morning, I, I want to say to you uh, what wisdom is. Uh, the Bible said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, so wisdom, or the word of God, uh, is the Lord Jesus. Jesus is the word. And in our text this morning, wisdom is speaking a word. Uh, wisdom, I, I told my Sunday school class last week on Sunday night, uh, wisdom is the application of knowledge. Uh, there's a lot of people who know things, but their knowledge uh, is here, but it's never been applied to their life. And what wisdom is, is to take what you know and apply it to your life. If I know, if I drive 120 miles an hour down the road everywhere I go, I know this much, there's coming a day, a deer's gonna cross out in front of me, someone's gonna be across the hill and they're gonna be stopped in the middle of the road. I'm gonna lose control. If I drive like that everywhere, knowledge says that's not going to end well for you. But wisdom is the ability to put the brake on and slow it down and drive according to the knowledge that I have. There's a lot of people that know things, but their knowledge never has been applied because they lack wisdom. But here's what the Bible said, any man, or if any of you, if any among you lack wisdom, let them ask of God that giveth all men liberally. If you want wisdom, he'll give it to you, and he'll give it to you, he'll give it to you liberally. Uh, I, I want you to go with me this morning. We're in Proverbs chapter seven. We're gonna read, I'll not ask you to stand because we're gonna read several verses. We're gonna read the entire uh, chapter of Proverbs chapter seven. It, it probably seems a little odd to read 
chapter 7 and uh, but as we read it, and I, and I read chapter number 8 to you, at least part, I'll probably read about eight verses in chapter number 8 this morning. Uh, maybe it'll make some sense to you. Proverbs chapter 7, this is a father. Now I want you to get this this morning. This is a father speaking to his son and saying, son, there are some things in life that will destroy you. Uh, you ought to listen this morning to people in your life who've been around a little bit longer than you because they have seen some things and they know some things and uh, they can help you through wisdom stay away from some things that will destroy your life. Uh, this is a father speaking to his son and he says, verse seven, my son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Uh, I, I want to say this as we continue reading this morning. Not only is this a father speaking to his son, but this is the Spirit of God speaking to you and I. And there is a greater prophecy, there is a greater application in this text than just a son being careful where he goes because destruction is looming. There's a greater application. I want to look at that in just a moment. Verse 2, keep my commandments and live and my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thine heart. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman, that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. For at the window of my house I looked through my casement, and beheld among the simple ones, I discerned among the youth a young man void of understanding passing through the street near her corner. And he went the way to her house in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark of night. And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot and subtle of heart. She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without, now in the streets, and lieth in wait at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him and with an impudent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me this day, have I paid my vows. Therefore came I forth to meet thee diligently to seek thy face and I have found thee. I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, with a fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves. For the good man is not at home. He has gone a long journey. He hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. And the flattering of her, of her lips, she forced him. Now here's what happens. Here's what the Bible said is the result of this young man. The Bible calls him a simple man. He's void of understanding. He's not very intelligent. Uh, here's what the Bible says about him. He goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life. Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her paths. 
For she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Watch this. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. Let's stop reading there. We'll read Proverbs chapter 8, eight verses in a moment. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, I, I, I ask you now for unction of the Holy Spirit. I ask you now, God, for your help. I ask you this morning for your hand. I pray, God, that you would touch me this morning. God, give me wisdom to preach, Lord Jesus, I pray. God, grant that that we need, and we'll love you and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I I want to preach this morning on the the voice of wisdom. Uh, The voice of wisdom. Uh, and, And we don't see really that voice, uh, uh, much of it in Proverbs chapter number seven. We see it at the beginning. We find a father and he's speaking to his son with wisdom. And he's saying, son, let me tell you what is coming. Let me tell you about a day in your life that is out there somewhere where there is going to be a temptation and this temptation, uh, if you give in to it, could be the very end of your life. See, no one likes to think this morning that what we do has consequences. But if you live long enough, you live long enough to be able to say with great assurance that my decisions have consequences uh, and sometimes those consequences are greater than I have ever desired to bear or ever believed that they would be. And so there is a father speaking to his son and he said, son, there was a day and let me give you some wisdom. Let me give you a warning. There was a day that I was looking out the window and I was looking down on the street. It was in the dusk of the day. The sun was setting. It was in the cover of evening. Uh, and he said, I watched as a young man. He was a simple man. He, he was a, uh, and that word simple really, he was kind of ignorant. He didn't know a whole lot. And uh, he had not lived very long, not been educated very much. In, in, in life, maybe he had a great education scholarly, but that's not gonna get you but so far uh, if you don't know how to behave with that knowledge that you have. And he said, I watched through the window and this young man passed by the house of a harlot. He said, I knew exactly what was going to happen. He said, sure enough, it did. He said, she, she came out in the street and said, I was waiting on you. I've been looking for you and said, I I have made myself ready, I've made my home ready, no one's gonna ever know, Uh, the good man of the house is gone, it's dark, no one knows, and I came out here to meet you, and I came out here to talk you into coming back home with me. And him thinking that no one knew, him thinking that he'd get by with it, him thinking that no one was looking, uh, he thought, what's it gonna hurt? And so he followed her into her home. Here's what the father to his son said. He said, what he did not know is that was the way of death. That that woman lived on the path to destruction and she lived near the gate of hell and that when he went that way, what he found there was death, hell, and destruction. 
And how many young ones, how many simple ones, and how many strong ones, according to the word of God, have also gone down that way and found out that it is a way that leads to great destruction in your life. Can we take the Bible literal this morning, and we do around here, but can we take it literal for just a moment and say, thank God we have enough wisdom from the word of God if we'll listen to keep ourselves out of trouble that hell would bring in our life. You're not as big as you are. You're not as bad as you are. You're not as good as you are, as you think you are. She, she brings him in and he falls into death. Uh, and many have. And the Bible said many strong men have been slain by her. And so 27, verse 27, the, the thought seems to end but then chapter number eight begins. Chapter number eight, in relation to chapter number seven, the Bible said, doth not wisdom cry? Understanding put forth her voice. She standeth in the top of high places, by the way, in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call. And my voice is to the sons of man. O oh, ye simple, understand wisdom. And ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing froward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that fine knowledge. I, I, I thought it was interesting as I read chapter number eight in, in relation to chapter number seven. Here comes this, the Bible describes him as a simple man, a man void of understanding, a man headed to his own destruction. Uh, and the Bible said, but there, there was a cry. There was a voice. There was a voice that echoed uh, in your ears. Uh, doth not, and it's a question. Doth not wisdom cry? Was there not a word spoken to you of warning? Did you not hear uh, that you didn't have to do that? That you didn't have to go that way? Doth not wisdom cry? Destruction uh, and hell is coming uh, in your life. As I began to read this, I realized uh, that this was more than the advice of a father to a son. But this is a scripture, this is a Holy Ghost warning uh, to a generation uh, that is in love uh, uh, with the harlot system, the Bible calls, the system of Babylon, uh, the great whore, Jezebel, or whatever you want to call it, the Bible uses all of those terms, to describe the world system that is at hand. I, I, I looked up this morning in Revelation chapter number two. The Bible said unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou hast suffered that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her a space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed 
and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. I thought about that this morning, man, the Holy Ghost began to speak to me, uh, and is that not the case this morning, uh, that we live in a generation, and every generation has been this way, uh, that they have gone after the way uh, of Babylon, they've gone after the world system with no thought at all, that this might not end well for me. How many this morning are in hell, and they were religious? How many are in hell this morning, and they believed, or is anybody going to talk back to me this morning and they believed that their life was okay that everything was just as well and good and there was no consequences and yet they continued following that woman Jezebel until they realized that it's too late and there's no other options and my life is in hell and destruction if Proverbs chapter 7 is a warning to a son don't follow her way. It is also a warning to a generation. It is also a warning to a nation. Don't follow her way. Don't follow her way because wisdom is crying. Wisdom is crying in your life saying you don't have to die the death of a sinner. You will die, but you don't have to die the death of a sinner. You don't have to go to hell. Thank God this morning, you don't have to go to hell. But you better listen to the voice of wisdom when she cries. Is anybody in here this morning glad for the day that wisdom cried in your life and said there is another way, there is another route, there is another, there is another way you can go and God got you out of the path headed to hell and destruction. The voice of wisdom let me give you three things this morning about the voice of wisdom. First of all, the voice of wisdom is seeking. The voice of wisdom is seeking. Verse number eight, doth not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places by the way in the places of the past. I want you to notice where the voice of wisdom is seeking. The Bible said it's in high places. It's in the tops of the paths. It is at the gates, uh, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Wisdom is in the premier places. Wisdom is in the places that if you look, you'll find it. It is not hid. It is not hid from you. I need you to hear me this morning. It is not hid from you. There is nobody in hell this morning uh, that wisdom was hid from them. There is nobody in hell this morning that truth was hid from them. It is where you can get it if you'll look. I thought about that this morning. There are individuals even in our church and maybe you're saved but you're not listening to wisdom speak to you and everywhere you turn around it is crying. Everywhere you turn around, it is trying to halt. It is trying to stop where you're headed because wisdom knows what is the result of what you're about to do. You better listen to wisdom this morning. If you're here this morning and you're lost, maybe you're religious and you say, Preacher, I, I believe in God. That's great. I, I'm glad that you do. But so does the devil. 
The Bible said that the devil in the book of Genesis, he came and met with God and talked with God in Genesis. In the book of Job, Satan came and he met with God and he talked to God. The devil knows God. The devil believes in God. But believing in God never will save you. Putting your faith in the Son of God to be your Savior from your sin by faith is what will save you. And wisdom is crying and saying, I'm, I'm in high places. I'm where you can see me. I'm where you can hear me. I'm where you can get a hold of me. Wisdom puts itself, and, and, and again, I've already told you, wisdom looks a whole lot like Jesus. And the Lord Jesus has put himself, he has put his word in front of you. If you go to hell this morning, you'll have to trip over the word of God to get there. If you go to hell this morning, you'll have to stumble past a preacher. You'll have to stumble over a church. You'll have to stumble over truth to get there because it's at the gate it's at the door it's in the path it's in the high place it's in the low place it's anywhere you can find men uh, there'll be wisdom uh, it's down It's down at the bar on the bar you say preacher you believe the Holy Ghost so go to the bar I believe you'll go anywhere to get a sinner and talk to them if they'll listen to him wisdom is crying Doth not wisdom cry? Oh, I'm glad this morning looking back in my life that I heard the voice of wisdom. But oh, if I look back, there's always been the voice of wisdom crying in my life. Notice where wisdom goes in, in its seeking. Wherever people are. I, 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 I want to not belabor this too much this morning. But I want you to understand, you'll have no excuse. You stand before God and say, I didn't know, because the question will come back, doth not wisdom cry? Did, did, did not, you hear the preaching, did not, you hear the word of God, did not, you have a Bible, was there not a church in your town? You say, preacher, what about the people who've never come to our church? It doesn't matter, God put the church in the town. Doth not wisdom cry? Where it cries. Notice to whom it cries. Verse number four, Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. The Bible said God will talk to the fool. The Bible said God will talk to the simple. The Bible said God will talk to that one of low understanding. He don't know very much, but God will talk to him if he'll listen. Oh, listen to me. I was the fool. I was that one void of understanding. I was that simple one. But one day in my simplicity, the Lord Jesus spoke to me. One day in my simplicity, the gospel was given to me and I heard the voice of wisdom that says don't go after the same path that the rest of the world is. I can save you. Preacher, I'm I'm just... traveling along man just enjoying life I wish you'd be quiet you know why you want me to be quiet because wisdom is trying to stop you from doing what you really want to do see God speaks 
through wisdom. And he said, you think it's in secret? No one knows, but God knows. And you think you're getting by with it and nobody cares, but God knows and he cares. And you think that nobody in the church knows that you're lost and you've never really been saved and you're, you're all right, but the truth of the matter is this morning is that the Lord knows and the path that you're on one of these days is going to get you and when it does it's going to be too late but doth not wisdom cry oh my goodness this morning I am so glad for the voice of God I am so glad in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and one night as a seven year old boy under conviction 30 years ago under conviction because of the word of God that was echoing in my mind thou Thou must be born again. Thou must be born again. And I heard the voice of God speak to my heart in a convicting word and listen to that voice. Doth not wisdom cry this morning? When you get where you're going, where are you going to be? Preacher, I think I'm going to heaven. I think I'm, I think I'm doing all right. You get to where you're going, where are you going to end up? See, that boy didn't think it was death and hell, but that was where he was headed, to the gate. He just didn't know what that was. Oh, uh, man. This, I, uh, I feel like the Lord's helping me. Uh, at the same time this morning, uh, as a preacher who's done this enough, I also feel like I'm battling at the same time. Uh, And that's not on you, or I don't even think on me. But I I, I think this morning, sometimes, I I believe, if my Bible is accurate and we know that it is, uh, that there are things or forces or whatever you want to call them that would try to prevent people from hearing wisdom that they need to hear. The voice of wisdom, though, is still crying above that. Would you hear it this morning? Would you hear it this morning? I mean, you're, you're here and God put you here. You say, well, I came for this reason or that reason. Oh, God put you here this morning. Let me talk to some saved people for just a minute. If you keep doing what you're doing, how long are you going to be able to handle it before it destroys you? Well, preacher, I've been handling it for 10 years. I know, but 10 years isn't that long in the whole scheme of things. And how long are you going to be able to keep in the cover of darkness, in the cover of of secrecy, doing what you're doing that you think no one knows? Uh, And the truth of the matter is, is if you're saved, it won't put you in hell, but it can put your life in hell on earth. The voice of wisdom is crying. Talking to you. Is it not? Listen. The voice of wisdom is seeking. It is seeking. Uh, It is not that I had to go looking for wisdom. It is not that I had to go looking for Jesus. It is not that I had enough sense. I was too simple. I was headed down that path to destruction but wisdom come looking for me. Jesus come looking for me. Truth come looking for me. 
And God did all kinds of things to put it in my life so I could hear it. And if God put a preacher in your life, listen. If God put parents in your life, listen. If God put people in your life who know truth, listen to what they have to say because it is God's way. Hallelujah to God of keeping you out of destruction. Uh, The voice of wisdom is seeking. Not only is the voice of wisdom seeking, but quickly this morning, the voice of wisdom is speaking. Notice verse number uh, six. Here, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things, for my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness There's nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth and right to them that find knowledge. The voice of wisdom is seeking. It's it's in the high places, the low places. It's everywhere where men is. It's there trying to get your attention. Not only is the voice of wisdom seeking, but the voice of wisdom is speaking. And when the voice of wisdom speaks, the Bible said, I speak excellent things. The voice of wisdom is speaking things that you've never heard down there in the street corner near the harlot's house. The voice of wisdom want to talk about things that they don't talk about down there in the slums of society. The voice of wisdom is wanting to talk about things that only those who've ever got out of that can talk about. The voice of wisdom won't talk about high things. High things. voice of wisdom is wanting to talk about holy things. The voice of wisdom is wanting to talk about honest things. The voice of wisdom is wanting to talk about helpful things. And I'm trying to tell you this morning that God the Holy Ghost is speaking to you because he's wanting to have a conversation about things that you don't even know exist that he wants you to know. And you're content in the slum. You're content on the bottom. You're content wallowing around in the mud. I, I remember years ago I, I heard a story about a, about a little eagle that uh, the mother had died right, right after the, the little baby was hatched. And uh, sometime as a, as a baby eagle, the mother had died and, and that baby was taken care of somehow. And I don't know if there's any truth to this story or not, but it's a good one. Somehow that baby eagle got in with some ducks. And them ducks helped care for that eagle. And uh, them ducks lived in the swamp. And they swam in the muddy swamp waters. They lived in the marsh. Of course they'd fly some, but they'd always come back to that muddy, marshy swamp. Said one day that eagle looked up in the heavens and saw another eagle come floor come flying by. He said that eagle called. He said when that, that little eagle heard that call, that call, he said he knew that voice was that of his own. That voice was that of his own kind. He said he mounted up his wings, and got out of that marsh, got out of that mud, got out of that mire, and soared in the heavens in a place it never had been before. And oh, I thought about that and I thought, that's what the Lord did for me. I was just content just down in the slum. 
down in the slop, down in the mud. I didn't know there was any other life. I, I didn't know, goodness, I didn't know there was anything else. I thought that was all you did, play church, play, play religion, just get by. But one day the Holy Ghost come by and spoke in wisdom to me and said, come up, come up, come up. If you'll come, here's the door, here's the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus said, come up, come up, come up hither. And oh, thank God for the day I heard the voice of wisdom. The Lord Jesus saved. Where are you at this morning? In your heart? Where are you at this morning in your life? Jesus is calling you. Wisdom is speaking. Let me talk to some saved people this morning. You think that God's trying to cramp your style? You think that God is trying to hinder you from having fun? I, I, I mean, I'm just going to talk just talk blunt, honest with you this morning. Some of you, when God saved you, were in such a low place that had it not been for the grace of God, you wouldn't be here today. I'm talking probably about 10, 15 of you. Sin had already touched you so much that it was killing you. You, you weren't even playing games with it no more. Can anybody hear me this morning? It had you in such a low place that you wouldn't even be able to say, God, thank you for life today because you wouldn't have it. God saved you. And now you think the same God that saved you is trying to keep you from having fun, trying to keep you from hanging out with your buddies. And what you don't realize is that path they're on, just because you're saved, don't mean hell and destruction, like personal hell in your life isn't coming. You say, preacher, I'm saved. I'm not going to hell. I'm saved. I know, but there's a whole lot of it you can live in here. Wisdom the whole time is speaking. Oh, I got something for you. Man, I, my heart breaks because I, I try to talk to people honest. You say, man, I, I, wish you'd, I wish you'd let God be God in your life. You know what's funny to me? And it's not funny. Some of the best preaching I ever do will happen tonight. And it's happened last Sunday night, and the Sunday night before that. Some of the best preaching God's ever gave me has been on Sunday nights in our Sunday school classes. And folks just not even, not even care enough to come hear it. And they won't talk to me five years down the road in my home. It's a mess. But wisdom was at the gate. Wisdom was on the mountain. Wisdom was at the high place declaring it to you. But you didn't hear it. We've got families in our home and, and, and some of them not here. And I'm not trying to throw stones at them, but some of them not here. And the truth of the matter is, is they're not going to last much longer in the road that they're on. But wisdom is... Constantly being declared. I hope you'll listen this morning to wisdom speaking. 
I hope you'll understand this morning that wisdom is seeking, and it's seeking for you. It's seeking you. You say, preacher, I'm nobody. Wisdom, don't th- the Lord Jesus don't think that you're nobody. He came looking for you this morning. Preacher, I'm in a mess. Jesus can get you out. Preacher, I'm messed up. Jesus can help you with your mess. Preacher, I don't know what to do. Jesus can give you wisdom and direction in your life. The wisdom of God is seeking you. And the wisdom of God is speaking to you. If you'll listen this morning, wisdom is speaking. Preacher, there's nothing wrong with my home. Why do I need to come to your class? First of all, don't be that boastful. There's something wrong with all of our homes. It's called us. You live there, there's something wrong with your home. If you move out, it may not be, but right now while you're there, there is. There's something wrong with mine. Let me give you this last one this morning. Wisdom is saving. The whole story about this simple boy is because this father said, I don't want you, son, to be that simple boy. This father, son, I love you, and I don't want you to be that boy whose life is destroyed. I want to talk to my boys for just a minute. Son, I don't want that ever to be you. Son, I don't want that ever to be you. The father is trying to save the son from following down the path of all the other simple ones that lead to destruction. He said, if you'll hear the voice of wisdom, it will save you. The Holy Ghost has come here this morning because he knew you'd be here tonight. He knew I'd be here. And he wanted to save you. And I'll tell you this much. The Lord wants to save you from the consequences of sin in life. Anybody? And the Lord wants to save you from the consequences of sin after life. There really is a hell. There really is a heaven. Sinners really do go to hell. But there really is a door. There really is a door. And sinners can walk through that door. Santray, man, I'm so glad God saved you. I have prayed for you every day by the help of God since he saved you. And I don't say that to brag on me. It's just something the Lord's done. And I've called your name out just about every day since the Lord saved you. And you know what I'm praying? I'm praying God to do such big things in your life that there are people in this town that I'll never be able to reach, but you know them. And you can reach them. And I'm praying God will raise you up and make you a voice of wisdom. And you can go to people that, I, that never will listen to me and say, I want to tell you about a man. I want to tell you about a door. And I want to tell you about a day when I walked through that door. Not that door, but thank God for the day you walked through that door. But I'm talking about the door down here, the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you about a day when I walked through a door, the name of the Lord Jesus, the person of the Lord Jesus, and I walked through that door and I found life. I walked through that door and I found grace. I walked through that door and I found abundance. I found forgiveness. I found cleansing. And I heard the voice of God. 
Because wisdom is trying to save you. It's trying to save you from your religion and give you a relationship. Would you recognize this morning that the voice of wisdom is seeking, seeking you? Would you recognize this morning that the voice of wisdom is speaking, speaking to you? Would you recognize this morning that the voice of wisdom is saving? God wants to save you from your sin yourself if you'll listen God has a life for you God has an eternity for you I wonder this morning as my wife comes to the piano I wonder this morning if uh, God forbid God help us but if we could look into hell this morning And ask, did not wisdom cry? And we could be responded to. Did not wisdom cry? Every one of them. See, there's a lot of honesty in hell. There's no purpose in lying. And it would be said, wisdom cried. I heard the day, I heard the voice. I I spoke with a man this week. Last, last Sunday, actually. He said, I, I need to be saved. I said, well, why not today? He said, I'm not ready. I said, but God's ready today. He said, I know, but I'm not. I said, uh, but you're not promised tomorrow. He said, I know but I'm just not ready. I wonder how many heard and knew and died with that knowledge that there was a time I heard the voice of wisdom. I I can think back in my own life of times when God the Holy Ghost met me and said, don't do it. And there's been times when I didn't and I rejoice that I didn't. But there's been times when I did. And I'm broken that I did. And I'm fortunate that God let me come back. Will you listen to the voice of wisdom this morning? I want us to stand all over the building. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed a moment. If God's dealt with your heart, would you come respond to him? If God has given you wisdom this morning, would you come talk to him about it? People's coming. She's going to play and sing. You mind the Lord this morning.